Adam Aloysius Purcell, you are brought before this bench to answer for the following crimes, namely that of stealing Christmas from 1993 to 2007 AD, obscene fondling of a cardboard cutout body of Amy Pond in public, passing of a latex head of Pertwee to a minor, taking over the world again, travelling back in time to post the last chapter of Harry Potter in the internet, and other crimes too numerous to mention. Do you have anything to say before sentence is passed on you? Yes! Welcome to Staggering Stories, podcast number 117. Oh. Yes, it's welcome back again to the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcasts. I'm Crumbly. I'm just Keith. I'm Adam. Nothing just about me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's very unjust. Oh, <laughs> yes, back for one night only. Yes. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, defaulting more rapidly on its debts than Greece ever could, we have the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who. Woo. Confidential silence. Ooh. Ah, confidential. It's a secret, as Karen Gillan's song goes. I thought now, it was making whoopee. Well, <laughs> she's doing what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, now, Doctor Who Confidential will be taking those secrets to its grave. Uh, oh, dear. Yes, it's been widely reported. The BBC has cancelled the behind-the-scenes programme with their press office saying... Doctor Who Confidential has been a great show for BBC Three over the years, but our priority now is to build on original British commissions unique to the channel. To which we might ask, is Confidential British? Yes. Is it unique to the BBC Three? Yes. 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 Okay. Numerous save confidential campaigns instantly erupted. In source. <laughs> In source. <laughs> yeah, the most high profile probably being the Twitter-based one, at save DWC, followed by nearly 8,000 people, including Confidential's most recent narrator, Russell Tovey, Doctor Who's own vast toffee, MNN, MN, Stephen Moffat, writer Neil Gaiman, and so many, many, many more. <laughs> it remains to be seen if the BBC can be swayed into changing their mind, as they did with uh, BBC Radio 6 music, as we rapidly approach the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Sad to see that one on the chopping block. Yep. The last active spin-off. That's it, yeah. Depending mm. on Torchwood's uh, yeah. state, which yeah. is uncertain. Oh, we'll have to wait and see. Watch this space, mm. as it were. Star Trek Roundup. Yach! Original Mr. Spock, the 80-year-old Leonard Nimoy, 80. has attended his last room party and will have to find his pond far elsewhere. <laughs> I think he's a bit old for that now. <laughs> As he's announced that he has attended his last ever convention, at least willingly, maybe someday his ashes might do the rounds. I'm sorry, I, I, I've just got a sudden vision from the uh, Doctor Who... No, no, the Doctor Who night, okay. where they kidnapped Peter Davison. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a sudden vision of him kidnapping mm. Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> <laughs> Can I kiss Leonard Nimoy? <laughs> I wasn't quite going that far, but... <laughs> yeah, just his ears. Mm. <laughs> oh, Gagged with his own ears, yeah. yes. 
The Next Generation is coming to Blu-ray early next year, starting with a three-story sampler disc, which will comprise of Encounter at Farpoint, Sins of the Father, and The Inner Light. Um, why do a sampler disc? If you're yeah. going to do it, just do it. Well, I think they wanted to make sure they could do it. Yeah, well, yeah. A lot of technology involved in Yeah, oh, I, I can understand that, but why release those on DVD? Why not just say, oh, we can do it, and then go straight into... Maybe to prove to people that uh, it look good, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I Rather than have them spend seventy odd pound, whatever, on a box set, prove it to them with a no, fifteen no. pound. Yeah, but Par- s- Paramount has been re-releasing the next generation box sets in more in a more sort of compact, uh, compact form and yeah. cheaper as well. Much yeah. cheaper, mm. 15, yeah, less than fifteen pounds. Oh, good grief, yeah. But mm-hmm. it's still, you know, I, I find it still strange. Why release the three sampler? You know, mm. yeah, it's just well, me. Good I just suppose it's just you know testing the water. Yeah, yeah. 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 See, yeah. see if the audience is there for um sort of Blu-ray sort of a. Uh, Box sets. Oh, yeah, so, so so soon after um, the uh, DVD release. Uh, I, I'm sorry if there's people out there who will buy Star Wars every couple of years when it comes out again. Well, <laughs> I'm yeah. sure there's people that's the throat of Lucas. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sure there's mm. people who's going to buy any variation mm. of Star Trek. Yeah. Mm. The difference here is nobody really believed it could be done. Yeah, look at it, the state of the it, DVDs; they're pretty poor. It was video. Copies. Yeah, it was video, and they yeah yeah, yeah they were fuzzy released. But anyway, yes. Mm, yeah, I suppose they've been cleaned up even more, so... Mm, they've gone back to original film. Mm. Ken Ross, executive VP of CBS Entertainment, said of this... Transferring the series to high definition presented difficult technical challenges, but our team has come up with a process to create true 1080p HD masters with true HD visual effects. Spark. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Sorry. We can't wait to show fans how pristine the series looks and sounds with our upcoming Blu-ray releases. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now they have proven the technology with these episodes, CBS intends to release season box sets from later in 2012, so put your bank manager on speed dial. No. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I've got all the um, next gen on on DVD first time, so once I've got something, I'm not a completist, I won't go out and get every variation of it, so personally I think I'll turn this one down. Mm -hmm. That's not all, the repackaging of old material going on in Star Trek land. Yes. So, no, Comic Meister's IDW have a new original series comic book coming, this time retelling classic Trek stories with the rebooted J.J. Abrams crew at the helm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm. Writer Mike Johnson said, Each episode will be told in two issues, so in issue three and four, we will revisit the events of the Galileo 7. I'm excited about this one because it's a Spock-centric story and it explores his brief experience as commanding officer and how he was affected by losing command of the Enterprise to Kirk in the last movie. I can't spoil which episodes come after that, but I will say that events will deviate more and more from the TOS versions as the new timeline evolves. I had heard that they were going to be starting with Where No Man Gone Before, mm. which was the original, the second, original one. Probably yeah. the they're only talking about issues three and four here, so yeah, yeah. there will be one story before yeah, mm. yeah. that. So, so what about the cage? Um, the cage was under Pike, so technically mm. the cage has already happened. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. But they might so. pick up the menagerie, mm. which was where the cage it was in a wheelchair at the end yeah, of the, the film. The, wasn't the, they say? Yeah, the, <laughs> the footage from, from the little bleeper. Yeah, well, not quite, but the footage from the cage was recycled in the menagerie so yeah, they yeah, would probably do that one 
<laughs> I think it's it's various. Very, they've mentioned somewhere the various little changes that would be going on. Ah, intriguing, yeah. intriguing. Mm, I think yes. I think mm. I'll, I won't get the issues, but I shall wait for the trade paperback and then grab my grab that. Yeah, one. they'll probably be on digital too. Yeah, or tablet if you so choose. Or, yeah, or the tablet. Mm. Comicsology do IDW, don't they? I think so. Yeah, I'll have to look for that app and download it. Mm. Potterage. That's not too far from here, actually. No, I know it's just down the road. Mm, yeah. yeah, Peace Potterage. Yes. Yep. Pottermore's ebook plans have been muggled. <laughs> Ooh. Due to overwhelming demand, the that ebooks have been pushed was. back from sometime this October to the first half of 2012. Wow. Elsewhere, Warner Brothers UK are opening the Making of Harry Potter Studio Tour! Featuring sets from the films. Tickets are on sale now for the 31st of March 2012 opening. I, I got a feeling that this is going to be a Staggering Stories outing. Yes. I, I, feel, a, I feel... A Staggering Stories Jolly Boys outing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it in my water that mm, yeah. uh, fake Keith will demand mm, to yeah. go. She wants to see how Harry Potter was made, does she? Yeah, probably, yeah. Well, mum and dad. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I think she wants to get into his bed. Right. Okay. Can we cut that bit? Can we cut that out? Stamp on it and burn the uh, burn the digital disc. Well, Mr. and Mrs. Potter, they got together one evening so after a bit too much. Ow. Any more news? I, I have one addendum, Woo-hoo. but I, I'm yep. not sure if you could call this addendum because I'm not sure if you can get hold of it. <laughs> okay. All right. I have seen. I can't remember. I think it was on Facebook. A blue plaque. Now, for anybody who uh, is in the uh, not not living in England, a blue plaque on on the side of a building commemorates a place where someone important has been born or lived. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the blue plaque was, if I remember rightly, it was John Smith, mm-hmm. born eighteen fifty two, died nineteen thirty six, inventor of time travel, lived here twenty thirty. <laughs> I take it that's not a real plaque. Yeah, it is a real blue plaque. Somebody has it mounted on their house. Okay, oh. it is a genuine plaque. It's not one given out by the, not uh, one given out by the council or, or anything like that. <laughs> hmm. To do one of those. Yes. Head of Pertwee lived here. <laughs> yeah. Yep. El Presidente reigned here. <laughs> is that the end of the news? It certainly looks like I think it. It is. We have been watching television. We have. Ooh. We have been watching Doctor Who. No, no we no. haven't. No. <laughs> no. Oh, well. We have been watching Merlin instead. Merlin. <sighs> so Merlin is back. Yes, yes. yes. Mm. Straight after Doctor Straight Who. After who. Mm. Yeah, it was Who Morning. We were happy mm. puppies. Mm. Yes. Yeah, well, actually, I was busy editing the podcast. He was. He was. Uh, <laughs> I have since seen it, though. Okay. And episode two. Yes. Ooh. They seem to have upped the ante slightly. Mm. What with the rift in in the world. Yes. The yeah. rift in the world. It's sounding mm. vaguely Torchwood now, it, I it, say it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody compared it to a giant pair of buttocks. No, that was Torchwood, not oh, definitely Torchwood. Yeah. Yeah, no wonder John Barrowman looks so pleased. <laughs> <laughs> the veil being torn or something? Yes, the, 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 from, 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 it, from life to afterlife, because you have these yeah. skull-like ghosts come mm, Yeah, I did through. see those, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, very vaporous. Yeah, yeah that, that froze everyone. 
Oh. They all got to wear white Rice Krispies. Frozen to death. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Except Merlin, who got better. Mm. Yeah. As you do. <laughs> got better. <laughs> I'm alive! I'm alive! I feel happy! <laughs> anyway, carry on. Yeah, sorry. I'm not quite sure what the plan was there. It mm. was... Um, Is this Morgan's doing? Yeah, who... Mm. Apparently gave up her life to do this. Mm. It was Morgana and more gain, was it? Because I'm always a little bit vague because I because I thought always thought they were the same person, mm. but obviously in in this one they're this not. Version they're sisters. They're sisters. Yes. Ah. So mm. so more gain gave up her life so mm. Morgana could gain the power to split the world. And mm. to write out Amelia Fox or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, she was looking slightly crispy. Crispy? Yeah, she had yeah. a sort of scarred face and sort of limping along. Yeah, a lot Ooh. of makeup going on there. Yeah, too. yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. Aesthetics, yeah. Well, she, she had to go and do the gin adverts with uh, Gene Hunt. Oh, that's oh, right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gordon's and Tonic, yes. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. You did have the problem where you have two virtually identical characters. Yeah. Now roaming around together. Mm, yeah. yeah. It, it was all right when you had one sort of one based in the castle and the other one doing evil yeah. outside, but mm-hmm. now they've both been... Uh, exiled. Exiled. Yeah. On the run. <laughs> but, we, but we now have uh, the uncle. Yeah. Who, how can I put it, everyone trusts him. He's a wonderful uncle, he's all their favourite uncle, but he's wearing black. <laughs> he's, <laughs> you know, you, you, yeah, you, you, a giveaway. You, <laughs> you almost immediately think the wicked uncle, the evil vizier. Mm, you know, yeah. in, vizier. No, no, not Brazier. <laughs> the evil Brazier. <laughs> Stop it! Vaz. Vazier. God, I'm just glad the other two aren't with us. <laughs> They've got evil... No. <laughs> no, 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 no! Evil boobs. <laughs> oh, I, I can tell you, fake Keith. No, I'm not going there. No. no unless, not unless you want your wife to be his old picture on things. No, no. <laughs> Anyway, the plot. <laughs> yes, the uncle, mm. the evil vizier. And so, so he, he he plays it nice, but you can tell. Mm, yeah, you can tell he is evil. He's a wrong, that, a wrong that, one. Yeah, yeah, that mm. was my first action. He said, "Oh, well, he's the new evil guy." Mm. And I think it's <laughs> not until the final act of the first episode he actually meets with uh, Morgane and they, ah. they sit in together and cackle mm. in the corner of really uh-huh. their evil plans. So they're as thick as thieves. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. they twiddle each other's moustaches. Don't, because I know what he's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, so yes, Morgan yes. and uh, the evil vizier. Whereas poor King Uther... Yeah. Well, is, 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 it, is he fully king now, or is he just still a regent? Uther. Oh, Uther, sorry, Uther. Arthur. 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 Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Uther. Uther, not Arthur. Yeah. Uther is... <laughs> mad in the little room. Mm-hmm. Clearly filmed an entirely different time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because <laughs> I only... I don't need him... I think he was busy doing other things at the same time, yeah. so his time on the series was... Reduced. Yeah, so he's literally on his own and they can just drop the scene in anywhere. Yeah, that's only come in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now and then just to... Give yeah. him an update. Had, yeah, he had a day uh, of people mm-hmm. coming into his chamber. So he's, <laughs> sure. he's trying to get some rest and they keep mm-hmm. on coming they in. keep coming in. There's uh, a day of these people just keep coming in. Different <laughs> episodes all the time. It, it must have been like an autograph or a photo session for him, poor lad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Merlin, who... Uh, is spend a lot of time with Lancelot. Lancelot, yes. Lancelot, Lancelot knows. knows yes. Secret. Yeah. Mm. Knows that he can talk his way with the fairies. As Sir Lancelot, the boldest and most expensive of the knights. Sorry. <laughs> now I'm going to give a spoiler here. Oh. You, you two haven't seen it. Oh. But by the time this goes out, actually two episodes would have come by. Yeah. Oh. yeah so including 
the one I'm about to talk about. Why, why not mm. edit out that you've just seen mm. the spoiler? We're all right. nod knowingly. Spoiler music. Spoiler no, music. no, so we're, we're all nod knowingly. Oh, yes, yeah. I oh, remember yes. that. Oh, uh, rhubarb, rhubarb. Uh, at the end of episode two, of course, Lancelot is apparently killed off. <gasps> Ooh, shock, horror, gasp. Which I think completely blows away it, yeah. all of the legends. Well, as mm. I said, as I said, my main complaint by um, what is it, one of the films by Bruckheimer <laughs> is if you take away the magic from the story of Merlin, mm. the only thing that is left is the triangle between Arthur, yeah. uh, Guinevere, and Lancelot. Lancelot. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So, well, I won't say majorly scuppered, but potentially scuppered one half of the legend. Yeah. Mm. It depends whether he is actually dead or he's going to come back. Well, he gives Chance. his life... Yeah. To, yeah. To he's, he's see all the he's potentially dead. Yeah. I can only assume they're gonna bring him back somehow. Oh right? yeah. The no chances are they will do, yeah. Because he's such a major part well, of the legend. Yeah, yeah. Well, a pivotal yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, like I said, it's if you if you discount the whole magic and sorcery side of it, mm. the next thing is the uh the, the love triangle. Mm. Yeah. And Arthur isn't even king yet. No. No, so mm. his round table doesn't exist yet. No, not not officially. Uh, obviously, in these two episodes, he's got a lot of his knights around. Yeah, him the, the the things are in place, but it's not formed yet. No, no. So you can't get rid of Lancelot no. yet, surely. No, I don't know. We have an, e- an email from Jean, which we'll read out in this segment a bit later. Mm. Who obviously knows a bit more about legends. Yes, yes, she's, yeah, she's yeah. quite an avid Arthurian, is Jeannie. But overall, as from from what I saw, I I did enjoy. I've never been a great lover of Arthur. It's it's been there. It's one I can watch. It's one I can miss. I'm Arthur not or Merlin. Sorry, Merlin. <laughs> Merlin. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a great lover of Merlin. It's one. It's one that is. There. <laughs> well, I don't think he rates you too highly either. Yeah. <laughs> it's one that is there. It's one that's can, I, I can miss. It's not a, for me. It is not a must see TV. But no. the, what I saw of these episodes, they were enjoyable. Mm. You know. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's been getting better. Yeah. I think. The yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, it's all sex season, bit ropey. Mm, I have heard sort of Merlin has been sort of a bit of a late bloomer, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, yeah, that, is, that is the trouble with some of these programs. They do take a season or two mm, yeah. to get everything in place and get their act together. Yeah. For an example, Next Gen didn't really form or kick season three until mm. season three yeah well i mean well i totally agree i mean the first two seasons there were there were episodes i mean i was cringing at <laughs> particularly season one yeah mm, i could grief yeah but i'm glad uh, lancelot's death make scuppers i'm glad that finally merlin is slightly giddy away from that clark kent persona yeah mm. yeah <laughs> he can't actually use his magic around people it was only lancelot yeah but it was but it, it is starting to happen and Arthur is clearly uh, quite fond of Merlin now. It's a bromance. Bromance. In a platonic way. Yeah. Yeah. Bromance. I'm not going to mention anything about Brokeback Merlin. (laughs) It's guy love between two guys. Man love. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's a a shovel to go home. (laughs) Clearly that that, that duo Mm. that is famous for legends is starting to really take shape. Well, I mean, he... If they're going to follow the legend, he has to come out from the shadows at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got to be this season, sure. Yeah. Oh, good grief, yeah. Now that Uther is practically out of the picture, yeah, he will be properly at, by the end of the season. Yeah, and he was the main opponent towards uh, mm. magic. Yeah, yeah. So... With Arthur accepting Merlin so much, when he finds out, I'm sure he won't be that surprised. No. Like, oh, yeah. Now you mention <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Explains so much. <laughs> We're so back many, to the guy love again, aren't we? <laughs> so many possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> now we do know he's got a fifth season. Mm. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Hmm. 
And it yeah. was extended to 13 episodes. Mm. Yeah, I think from it's 10. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, they're, so they're slowly cranking It goes up. to show the BBC has put a lot of faith in oh, this. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think they've always had a lot of faith with it, and they've got a lot of patience with it for, to, for it to get its act together. Mm, yeah. yeah. And it's now moved to the new studios, along with Doctor Who. Yeah, down in, down in Wales. Bay. Yeah. And mm. BBC One has largely survived these budget cuts, too, it seems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doctor Who and Merlin look like they're in good mm. shape. Yeah. Potentially, yeah, potentially safe hands. Yeah. Future. Mm. 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 Excellent. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, because I, mean, I find the two all do complement each other, because obviously so they both have their own separate fan bases, but, I mean, as I say, they dovetail. Yeah, mm. there's a lot of crossover. Mm. Mm. Right, we have an email from our very own Auntie Jean. Mm. You've got to read it uh, as a cockney. <laughs> oh, <blimey. laughs> a cockney. Merlin, once I got... No, that sounds... No, too, no, come on. That normally. sounds too West Country. That normally. <laughs> normally. Merlin, once I got over the initial conflict that the BBC series Merlin was not keeping closely to the standard Arthurian legend, Same I got least. quite into it. The two-parter that kicks off the new season has some lovely touches and accuracies. Ah. In episode one, Morgana sacrifices Morgoys. Morgain, I think. Morgana. Ah, Morgos. Morgos. That's the name. In episode one, Morgana sacrifices Morgoys on Samain, which is the old pagan name for Halloween. Mm. The way the Night's Hall was decorated and celebration as a part of the changing of the year and remembrance of the dead was in uh, keeping with the accurate meaning of Samain, Salheim, which is also the night when the veil between the world of the living and the dead is the thine. So good use for the plot. Mm-hmm. Ah, of the two main characters who die in these stories, Morgos appeared in most of the legends pretty much from the start and played a fairly pivotal role. In oh. some, she is the mother of Mordred with Arthur, but over time Morgos and Morgain appear to have become one character, so I won't be surprised if Morgain does not start to use Morgos' powers. Yeah. I think they called off Sir Lancelot to avoid it turning into a soap opera or having too much sexual tensions. <laughs> Sir Lancelot did not appear in the early Welsh English versions of the legend, turning up in the French retellings in the 12th century and uh, most famously in La Morte d'Arthur. By killing him off, he has made an appearance to satisfy those who only know him as a main character in the legend. Yeah. But they get rid of him before it gets too mushy. <laughs> <laughs> he got quite mushy, I think, mm. by then. <laughs> Between Arthur, Gwen and him and takes it back to the earlier telling. Again, though, I won't be surprised if he does not come back. Similar to Greek myths, it is possible for living people to cross the land of the dead and then come back, but not unaffected by the experience. Mm. Mm. Agravain, the blatantly obvious evil uncle... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he all but yeah. had a black coat and cackled. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Agravain was Arthur's nephew on his mother's side, but Morgane's full brother and knight of the round table. Oh. Uh, he has both a good and bad role in the stories, often acting as the villain, murdering two other knights of Camelot, but in some stories he acts heroic. Oh. Because they have played around with the ages of the characters, Arthur and Merlin become being young men, it is more convincing for Agravain to be older and by changing their position so that Arthur is the nephew of Agravain instead of his uncle is more believable. Mm. I suspect that he'll become Morgane's reluctant pawn, possibly to save Gwen, who mm. he seems to have taken a shine to, though he is both in this telling and the original the sworn enemy of the Queen, Queen Guinevere. Ah. Just to show the writers are doing their homework, the Dorocha appears to be based on a little-known malevolent fairy and agent of mortal abduction. Normally portrayed as the butler-like servant of the Fairy Queen, he carries out her commands without emotion or waste of energy. With equal aplomb, he may serve the Queen her tea or retrieve on his black charge a desired mortal. Solently obedient to his Queen, he is able to make all surrender their wills to his command. Although many have journeyed with the Far Dorocha to Fairyland, few have returned with him. 
maybe Sir Lancelot will return. Ah. Although this telling of Merlin is altering the story, they are respecting the original more than some films and other TV versions. I'm enjoying it, although this version of Arthur has to be the thickest on the planet <laughs> not to have realised Merlin has been using magic. Paragraphs. Thoroughly enjoying this romp through the Arthurian story, TTFN, Gene. Thank you. Thank you, Gene. Mm, thank you, Gene. Yes. Yes. Right here, but, uh, yes. Yeah, good to have that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of a low lane, isn't he, really? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, interesting where it goes from here. Mm. Yes. Yes. I, so I'll certainly uh, tune in next week to see what happens. Mm. Yeah. It's mm. good that Arthur's finally getting position of power. Yeah. I don't quite understand why he's left this idiot in charge, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's your trusted uncle. Who've never seen before. Yeah, minor technicality. Yes. Minor technicality. <laughs> Yeah, I thought with an uncle you'd never seen before. He just thinks, oh, hang on a second. <laughs> oh. Anyway, dear listeners, we've been watching more television. More? More, you say? Yes, in particular BBC Three and a very new and very interesting horror series called The Fades. I've got to ask, BBC mm. Three. Yes. Yep. Is this original BBC uh, television programming that is British? Mm. That is British. <laughs> it is. Oh. Mm. Like other programmes that we <laughs> may watch on BBC Three. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay. How many episodes are we in? About f- mm, three, three episodes four now. Episodes in now? Three as we record. Mm. Three as we record. Yeah. Yeah. Four by the time we publish. Yeah, it's shown, mm. it's shown on Wednesday, though. Mm, yes. That's right, yes. Yeah. It, is, it is intriguing. It is things that make... Uh, is sort of in the night. Drag, dragging me back. <laughs> Back to it. It is uh, meant to be from the, in the same vein as being human. I don't think it is. So far, it's no, a lot no. darker. A lot darker. It is a lot yeah. darker. Despite the the best friend, there's not a great deal of humour in it. Yeah, well, yeah. No, we, we, shall, really. we shall come back to the best friend in a yes. minute. Yeah. But um, the basic premise is, I believe, I that, see dead people. Yes, they uh, see me. Dead, hate <laughs> me. <laughs> well, the 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 dead who haven't managed to pass on to mm. the next veil or the next level or, or heaven or wherever they go. Heaven or hell or whatever, yes. Yeah. Off of uh, purgatory. That is yeah, mm. yeah. Have found, or one in particular, has found a way to come back to this earth mm, and yes. relate to this earth or, or interact with this earth. Mm. And he's bringing others or teaching others of how mm. to do the same yeah, thing. How to come back with him. Yes. Yeah. Polis or polis or whatever it is. Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm. And there are a group of superhumans, it's the only way you can describe humans with powers, humans yeah. with extra powers, mm, supernatural yeah. powers. They they don't know it to begin with. Mm. Mm. They have gained these powers or got these powers to combat the fades. Mm. Yeah. And they call themselves angelics. Yes. Yes. Angelics. yes, and we seem to be concentrating on one particular angelic, the rather reluctant one. Yes, yeah. who of course is the one, the chosen one who's going to mm. save everybody. Yes. Yeah, mm. yeah. Because why bother following anybody else in the story? Exactly, mm. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. Guy called Paul. Yes, Paul. Yes. Who who has a few psychological problems? Well, he has he's, problems. He's, yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah. In uh, in therapy mm. or yep. was, and basically it's showing him coming to understand his powers. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a case of having his normal life and his, um, sort of his angelic life. Sort of. Well, ju- a juggle the two. Mm, he, a juggle he, the two, yes. He, so, so the, the other angelics 
have devoted themselves to mm. the combating the fades. Where yeah, Paul yeah. has decided, well, being being a normal teenager, yeah, well, Paul, Paul more is, or less normal. Yeah. Paul has decided he's going to survive with feet in both camps. Mm, yeah, yep. yeah, foot in both. Yeah, foot in both camps. Yeah, yeah. Back mm. to Clark Kent again, isn't it? Back to the Clark Kent. Yeah. Yes, yeah, without the glasses. <laughs> yeah, but with bedwetting. Yeah. 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 Mm. <laughs> well, seeing the visions that he sees, I'd probably get. Well, I'm not surprised. He does. Yeah, he does yeah. suffer uh, visions at the moment. It mm. seems to be a planet in the middle of nuclear winter. Well, it's some sort of apocalypse, anyway. Yeah, yeah mm. I think it's meant to be Earth. But mm. Yeah, Earth. Uh, even he's wandering around uh, a volcano because mm. there seems to be a lot of ash, ash or snow yeah. around. Mm. Yeah, or, yeah. as I said, nuclear winter. And he's been sought out by these angelics. Yep. Mm, yeah, because they believe he's something like he's the master key. Well, for want of a better term, yeah. Yeah. well, the, as you say, the chosen one. Who, who's going to save them? Mm. Mm. Yeah, but there again, sort of, you know, okay, sort of, have this creature, this demonic creature. What was his name again? Polus. Or Polus. Yeah, mm-hmm. so whatever like. Yeah, who can literally sort of, well, travel between the land of the living and the land of the dead. Mm. We find out that the fades. I mean, they're getting more powers. So they can actually sort of touch physical or physical objects now. Well, Mm. In the last ep- or the last episode I saw, mm. yeah. you, you had Polus inside a cocoon, yeah. and mm. he emerged virtually fully human. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, yeah. you only had the occasional flash of the yellow yeah. in the eye; otherwise, mm-hmm. he was, was human oh, as you mean. Yeah, yeah, because it means that the last I saw of him, he was a fairly sort of demonic-looking yeah, creature. Yeah, he was mm. white-skinned, mm. bald, yeah. hooked nose with yellow eyes. Mm. As I said, the, he spent the entire episode in a cocoon, what yeah. it looks like, and at the end, emerged fully human. Yeah, mm. all so right. He's, he's mm. Regained his life, apparently. Yeah, basically, mm. yeah. Apparently, yeah. Fades are beginning to sort of merge more fully with the physical world. And like by the, eating human flesh, that, that's it. Yeah, yeah. They that's can, how they, they achieve it. Yeah. Touch people and mm-hmm. yeah, and, and uh, speak, make sounds. Not quite sure how they get to that stage where they can eat flesh. Or they can't yeah, touch that's it. Well, that's yeah. it. Cash twenty two, isn't it? But, <laughs> yeah, a bit of a moot point. Yeah. We, we won't look <laughs> too deeply into no, that. No, no, no. Also, I like the fact slightly uh, green mileish is they can heal. The angelics can heal people, mm-hmm. mm, and that's then. It. Um, uh, uh, vomit a moth. Moth emerges from mm, the mouth. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm quite sure why. It must yeah. be mm. some legend about that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And I'm just saying, it did remind me of uh, slightly of the Green Mile mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the our got Kofi. Kofi, that's it. Mm. As I said, he could take mm. on the injuries and damage of yeah. people, mm-hmm. and then open his mouth, and a whole load of flies would mm. would come out. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, literally sleeps it off. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, there are comparisons between that and uh, being human, but I mean, I find the fades is a hell of a lot darker, it really I, is. Yeah. I, 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 I made the comparison because I think that was how it was initially billed. Really? Mm. When, when they... When they okay. Went right back, I think, middle part of last year when they said that they mm-hmm. would be doing a new Supernatural, mm-hmm. it was sort of mentioned that it was in the vein or, or billed as in the vein of mm. uh, being human. I but can't really see it myself. It's No, no, it's, it's not. It's a lot, lot darker. It reminds mm. me a lot more of the old Channel 4 series, Ultraviolet. Yes, mm. yeah, yeah, it's very much more in mm. that vein. It's that sort of, I hate to use the term, a gritty realism. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's so, yeah. Very dark. The... the only problem I have with it, and the only thing that doesn't really work for me, mm-hmm. is the best friend. Oh, the, yeah. the, the annoying he, best friend. He I have does, some trouble with him, too. He Mac. does seem... He, he's slightly, he seems to be from another episode or another show entirely. He seems yeah. To, yeah. He seems yeah. to be more... Just been dropped down into this... Into yeah, <laughs> he seems to fit more in with Big Bang Theory. Okay. Mm. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> literally... He, he even reacts 
wrongly to things. Mm. Like he's, like I said, he's literally in a different TV show. It does seem that way, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. He's yeah. the only one who gets any comic. Yeah. Well, he is the comic relief. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, like I said, yeah, that I think the trouble is he is the only comic relief. If he had slightly more from everyone else, yeah, then mm. it would work more. But as it's just all concentrated on him, yeah, like I said, he does seem that he's acting in a completely different story. Mm. And he's just strolled in, like I said, from the Big Bang thing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a bit too much of a Star Wars geek as well. So Yeah. Yeah, they're overplayed mm, yeah. as the stereotypical geeks. Mm. Yeah. Which is a bit strange because presumably that's the sort of people they're expecting to watch it. Yeah, yeah. They want us to identify with Again, humans. it's... Yeah. It's the it's back to the no. problem similar to the problem that I had with uh, the geeks in the first couple of episodes of yeah. Primeval. He isn't quite as nasty mm, as those, yeah. but like I said, he doesn't seem to relate to what is going on around yeah, him. It jars a bit. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't play any real part in the story so well, far. No, not, except well, for so, ex- yeah, except for the so recaps. Far, yeah, yeah, at the beginning of he the does movies. the yeah. recaps at the beginning. Mm. That's about it. Yeah, yeah, but that was very much like um, oh, what's the Doctor Who episode with um, the ELO fan? Yes. Oh, Love and Monsters. Yeah, Love yeah. Monsters, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Gives the recap direct to the camera. Well, that's it. it's, been, it's been told by a third party. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Again, I, I like the... Besides my misgivings here and there, I like the way it's going, and it's enough to intrigue me, to, to drag me back for, mm. for watching Yes, and uh, we've yet to find out why all these dead birds are dropping from the sky. Yeah. Yes, mm. that's that's another major thing. He's always got birds dropping man mm. birds. Yeah, I've seen that so much recently. Not recently. Mm. I did like... The vicar passing over. Yeah, yeah. The, it, They've been keen to kill off people who appear to be regular characters. Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, right. and they quite, hang quite rapidly. Yeah. Mm. Although she did pass over, didn't she? She, she passed yeah, she over. Did, to the, but, yeah. but I like the way it was done. It was sort of an explosion of luminous doves mm. Mm. when she sort of reached critical <laughs> mass and suddenly burst into into <laughs> doves that faded away. Well, that's mm. a neat touch, that yeah. Is, yeah. yeah, I recognised her from somewhere. I She's been in a couple of things. I think she was in This Life as well. Oh, that's I probably... Think, I never I, saw that, so... I won't swear I to it, but I think mm-hmm. that, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a... Out of all of them, she was the most well-known face, the yeah, face that I recognised. Yeah. But she is no more. No. Potentially. And I believe that the, uh, the girlfriend... Yes. Uh, Jay... Mm-hmm. Yes. The actress is actually in real life going out with Arthur Darville. Yes, because I I do like the um, uh, stumble in the first first couple of episodes between her and Paul. The stumbling, awkward, yeah, first Mm. romantic steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It was a bit awkward that. Yeah, 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 both on the park bench. Yeah, yeah. the the him trying to look hard and tough, and her (laughs) just letting Mm. her go. It was just so. I won't say. you know, nauseating, but it, it wasn't. It was so cringingly awkward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she got over it. She got over yeah. it. Yeah, oh, God, did she ever, but we're not going to go there. <laughs> but, yeah, I did like that. There were, there, were, there were bits in there that ring true to me that I do like. Mm-hmm. So what did he do? Did he just go home and sort of punch his pillow or something like that? Something like that, yeah. yes. Punch his something. Had a lot of red ball as well. Yeah. Oh, yes. It gives true. you wings. He didn't yeah. get wings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at one point he does a... sprout wings. Oh, yeah, well, I've yet to see that. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, so, red ball. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably quite a, a sore wrist after that too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We were trying to avoid that. I was trying to be delicate. But so, no, so, no. So, oh, I suppose he was as well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh well, but, but yeah, only 
couple of episodes left now, I think. Yeah, how long, how long is it hmm. going to be? It's I think not, it's six episodes. Six episodes, yeah. It's, six. A, yeah, it's hmm. a short, mm-hmm. short run. They're talking about being able to make it into a trilogy. Yeah. If uh-huh. they get picked mm-hmm. up. Like, that's it. They, you can tell there is a story. They're not just sort of throwing random things and random episodes. Mm-hmm. It, it is going somewhere. Yeah. Whether it will f- all wrap up this season mm-hmm. and something new will happen next season mm-hmm. or yeah. the story will go, uh, go over as another matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, no, well, that remains to be seen. That yeah. Episode. Depends on how Mr. Paul, if he gets better or... Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. yes, considering, as we've seen it now, spoilers, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. what happens there. And uh, so, so, the mother, I've seen the mother somewhere, his mother. Indeed. She's uh, a familiar face. Claire Rushbrook. Yes. Yeah, she was in uh, Satan Pit. Yes, that was it, yes. Ah. yes. Can't remember the character. Ida. I do, yeah, that's yes. the one, yeah. The only one who survived. Yeah. Or well, one of the only mm-hmm. ones who yeah. survived. Mm-hmm. Went in the Dardis. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So, thoughts and opinions? Yeah, overall, I am enjoying it. Uh, you're, each episode, you're seeing more of Paul's abilities. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it? The second episode, you had the, the lightning and... Mm, coming out of his hands. Heal yeah. people. Like, yeah, yeah. Taking, uh, defending the fades. And, oh, yeah. and I think this episode, one we've just seen, he heals... Someone, yeah. And Didn't he do it before? I'm not sure. I'm he not healed sure a bird. No, no. Ah, he, he, yeah. he heals. He heals. He's back to life. Mm. Uh, heals. So, yeah. What do you call it? The one who looks like Ross Kemp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, He's one Neil? of the angelic. Neil, yes. Neil. Mm. And we have the wings, and also uh, he has a slight accident with his sister. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Spoilers>. Shuts <laughs> her up. Uh, yeah. 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 So, I did yeah. wonder about the wings. They appeared yes. quite yeah. spontaneously. Yeah. But, um, yes. but do they are they tucked folded yeah, behind the shirt? Next scene, the, they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. What are the wings? And mm. they didn't reappear when he next yeah. had is an it, episode. Is, yeah. <laughs> is it is it some form of vision that he had suddenly there, or I don't know. Were they yeah. physical? A physical manifestation? Mm, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Of Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Gives you wings. Yeah. It's good, but it doesn't have the the heart, uh, if that's the right word, that being human has. No, no, mm. not very different series. Yeah. Despite what I said a little while ago, being human seemed to hit the floor running. Everything was in place, and it's the characters really you, being human. Yeah. The characters here, they're not quite as instantly. Lovable. No, they're, they're not no. quite as fully defined. Yeah. So we're building it up as we go along. So this this one is going to be a slow burner. Yeah. But unlike, um, as Gene says, Torturewood, hmm. there is enough there. It's not the name of the programme that is drawing me back. There's enough there in it to yeah. draw me back. There's enough mm, interesting yeah. things that have yet to be solved. Mm. As the series progresses, I mean, I see it's you know, a completely different entity anyway. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. No, that's the same as all. There, isn't, there is enough there to keep me, you know, keep me watching it. Anyway, you lovely people, you've been sending us feedback. Oh, lots and lots and lots and lots Lots and lots. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We have one here from Adrian. Hello, Adrian. He says, hello, team. Hello. Uh, So sorry about the voicemails. (laughs) <laughs> M4As are the standard for audio memos, or in America, memos, <laughs> recorded on the iPhone here in the USA. M4As aren't video, that would be M4V, 
So, if I send you all another voicemail, I'll convert it to MP3 format. Thank you. Thank See, you. I can do it. Mm-hmm. I came unexpectedly. <laughs> he wasn't ready for it. You caught him with his trousers down. Yeah. <laughs> In front of a cardboard cutout. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I'll probably just email since that's less work. Ah. Barton's Assorted. Blah. And Doctor Who. Woo. <laughs> what I learned from Torchwood. Yep. One, Rex is angry. <laughs> yep. Yep. Two, Esther is a screamer. Sorry, um, <laughs> is a crier. Uh, yeah, it's, was it screaming that cries a lot? I think yeah. that's what Cameron called her. Something like that. Yeah. Or whimpering. Well, not anymore. <laughs> Three, Jack likes to get naked. Yeah. We knew yes. that. Yeah. Four, Gwen likes to scream. Uh, sorry, yell. <laughs> Five, corporations are bad. Mm-hmm. Six, there is a giant stone butt in the earth, but it likes Jack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Seven, RTD needs to never touch Torchwood again. <laughs> Eight, that's why I really would have preferred a Captain Jack and the Time Agent series. Yeah, that could be quite mm. good. Mm. Expensive, probably. This could be a pre-Torchwood one or post-COE or post-MD or all of the above. Mm. Time travel, see? Yeah. There were, mm. And there were two years of Jack in space before MD, yes? His brother, great and crazy ass, James Masters, could show up as allies and then antagonists, and it could cross over into Doctor Who for the 50th anniversary. So, the 50th anniversary. Yeah. Mm. Have you all heard any rumours about possible storylines for the 50th, 50th anniversary? <laughs> or actors? No, not early yet. For that. Not yet. Moffat probably has something in his mm. mind. No, he's got something up his sleeve. Yeah, yeah. He, he's dropping... He, we, we, no, I won't say dropping hints, but we're having, having that knowing smile mm. whenever he's been asked questions. Oh, really? Yeah. All <laughs> oh, right. Mm. Maybe Matt Smith and company could try to break into the time war to save someone or change an event. Mm. Maybe tie it into somehow giving River back her childhood and making her a normal girl who can grow up with her family, like Matt did with Amy in the Pandorica Big Bang two-parter. Oh, I don't know. Then, of course, the John Sims master will get involved. He could recruit a previous master like Derek Professor Yana Jacoby to help from the outside. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Or the master could try and recruit the Time Lord human hybrid David Tennant <laughs> to stop the war changing. On his side, of course, would be Rose, and maybe an adolescent offspring of hybrid Doctor and Rose. <laughs> mm. Speaking of children, if you can get Tennant to guest star, you can probably get his wife, who played Jenny, a.k.a. Real Doctor's daughter. She could show up via Captain Jack and his time agents. Heck, and make her a time agent. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And since Earth would have to be in peril, that means unit, Mickey and Martha... <laughs> and torture past and present, meaning all of them, Rex, Esther, Yanto, Tosh, Gwen, Owen, and even that crazy one who used the gaunt in Series 1 Torchwood. This is the time war, right? <laughs> the only left one left out would be Donna, but since her head would explode if she remembered anything, that's okay. Even though she is my favourite companion after Sarah Jane. Aww. Hmm, Peter Davison, Tom Baker, and THE Colin Baker. Mm. Make ketchup and mashed potato be, be upon him. him. Are all still alive, so BBC should get them in there somehow. Now, if only... Well, if Adam has his way. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> now, if only Eccleston could do the regeneration scene with Paul McGann. Yeah. And when did Eccleston start anyway? Did the Eighth Doctor die off-screen in the Time War and become the Ninth? And now a completely ridiculous idea. Rory evolves into a Time Lord. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. since Rory is like 2,000 years old in his head and he travels in the TARDIS... And he is technically older than the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the time lords evolved due to exposure to the untempered schism or the time vortex or something. Apparently. They weren't always all time lordy. Mm. How about Matt Smith does die and Rory takes over the TARDIS? Heck, maybe even the TARDIS could pick Rory. <laughs> maybe the only way to save River from becoming a weapon against the Doctor. They both have to become time lords. 
Hmm. Be seeing you. Adrian, the long-winded Hoomerican. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you, Adrian, yes. I think Rory wouldn't go for it. <laughs> uh, He's happy to stay back yeah, home he, with his car. Yeah. He has, yeah, with his car and his wife. Mm, yes. Who wouldn't be? <laughs> right. I have a note here. A note? note. Yes, oh. yes, yes. The note says, Damn you all, you haven't said hello to me yet. Ooh. Oh. <gasps> hello, oh. Head, Head of, of Pertwee. Hello. Hello, Cardboard Gunhild Hello, Hello, plastic. Yeah, I mean, uh, sundry plastic. Mm, yeah, sundry plastic images. Yeah, dangerous Graham. Churchill yeah. and yeah. Nazi yeah. Everything Spock. Everything else, yes, yeah. Nazi yeah. Spock, yes. Oh, yeah. Don't have my big oil painting down here, do I? Whatever. No, he, he got a big oil painting. Oil of, painting? Yes, of, of Amy. All right. <laughs> Signed by Karen Gillan. Signed by Amy, <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's got it hung on the ceiling above his bed at the moment. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I have another letter here. Stop it. <laughs> this one's from Benjamin Elliot. Ah, uh, ben. Benjamin. Hi, Staggering Stories gang, and a fond rest in peace to Doctor Who Confidential 2005 to 2011. Mm. It talked about Doctor Who a lot. <laughs> I would have ever did. <laughs> I would have prepared a longer email, but you're recording three days early. Really? Well, Doctor Who final. I liked it, but it felt like they didn't have the money to sell their concepts. Um, Most notably, if you're going to claim that time is unraveling, give us a visual clue to something coming apart, <laughs> or at least something that'll be lost if they take too long to fix time. Amy's clothes. Yeah. A primitive computer counting down from ten did an excellent job showing us the collapsing time loop in the Armageddon factor. So you could have done something like that without much cash. (laughs) Working up a Mr. Dalek story again. Not enough time for a trailer, but here are some thoughts. Mm. One. Have you noticed the trend away from original concepts towards remakes in the last 20 years? Yeah. Mm. Yarn. Lots of yarn in need of knitting. (laughs) Three, no one Mr. Dalek has exterminated has ever really stayed dead. (laughs) Four, Croydon! (laughs) Exclamation mark. Regards, Benjamin Elliott, our man from Manassas. Thank you. Sent via Blackberry by (laughs) A.T. and T. Lovely. Little advert there. (laughs) (laughs) Croydon. Right, so we have one here from Nick. Hello, Hello Nick. Nick. Greetings, staggerers. A Stetson wearing flirty head of Pertwee. <laughs> flirty? <laughs> the, the photograph of the mouse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The floaty head of Pertwee. <laughs> Withering cardboard Amy's and various plastic knobknackers and <laughs> the makers of the Daleks not. <laughs> According to the TARDIS Tavern, Pawn 2. Okay. Back in with a late change in programming. Instead of addressing the last four episodes of this season of Doctor Who, that's the question, seriously, I want to address the counselling of Doctor Who Confidential and the fan reaction to such. As a quick preface to my comments, I should say, as an Australian, I've never been blessed with watching the full episodes of Confidential. Mm. The cut-down episodes made available on the box sets all we've had access to since the show resumed in 2005. Since 2006, they have aired directly after the episodes on ABC. Apart from the four full episodes available as part of the specials box set, the only way for me to view a full episode has been rather less than 
legal. <laughs> so that might colour my reaction to hearing a couple of weeks ago, now that the confidential that accompanied the Wedding in River song, that blasted question, would be the last ever to air. I think DWC has made some cracking good TV in its time on air. The 11th Doctor announcement broadcast, and do you remember the first time being a particular note? However, things do end. Nothing, apart from Doctor Who, lasts forever. <laughs> Making a programme this calibre costs money. Before anyone says it's cheap to make, consider. It's not cheap to put up five, six people for days on end in America, plus flights. This is also true for flying them to Venice and Croatia in season five, and Rome and then Pompeii for season four. Mm. Mm. This money is budgeted to come out of what sounds like a ridiculously small pile of money allocated to BBC Three. If the money allocated to DWC is put in something that challenges preconceived notions that is smart and funny and in- inventive, I think the money has been reallocated correctly. Also, for all the chest-beating fandom have done, the first Let's Save DWC tweet that I saw came unsurprisingly from Ian Levine. <laughs> this is a show that draws less than a million viewers. I'm aware that BBC Three isn't a terrestrial channel, therefore not everyone in Britain sees it. Still, if Ian Levine and Tony Gunnison and El Presidente and Tom Spilsbury whip up the troops and get two or three million signatures on a petition and take it to the BBC Trust, my first question, if I were a member of the Trust, would be if I went back and asked every person who signed this, would they watch DWC every week? I don't think they would. As soon as Doctor Who is over, most, not all, are off watching Strictly Come Dancing (laughs) or X Factor or another of those reality-based programmes. I personally would rather run into the mulching machine from Seeds of Doom than watch. (laughs) No offence. This is a good show. I'm not disputing that. Could have been better, yes. Could have had less music video montages. Absolutely. (laughs) I just don't feel banging our fists and stamping our feet as a fan community over the cancellation of a show that isn't even the main show we love doesn't portray the community in the best light. Mm. Which I think has always been our problem. We complain, but we don't offer an alternative. If someone came to me with an alternative funding model that would both save the BBC Three and the money it needs to keep DWC on air while not affecting Doctor Who's budget, I'd support that. I'd write up front with El Presidente, Tony, Ian, Tom, to mind that the BBC bring back DWC. Until then, we're always going to sit on the other side of the fence. Thanks for listening, Nick. Ah, so you're for confidential. I am for confidential. I'm going to throw my hat hat into the ring here and say I've enjoyed it, but I'm not going to miss it. Really? Mm. Yeah, it's nothing that I can't get information from elsewhere. They didn't have it on the original show, so it's not something I've grown up with. It's something I've enjoyed. I don't know, I think it plays an important role... In demystifying TV for children. Hmm. True, true, but like it says, I think the money could go elsewhere and and be used elsewhere. Like I said, I'm not saying that I haven't enjoyed them, Mm -hmm. but there has been quite a few, in my opinion, that have scraped the bottom of the barrel in desperation Mm -hmm. for things they can celebrate. Yeah, so um, so perhaps it has come to a natural end. I think they, it was a mistake. Then make it forty-five minutes. Definitely, definitely. I, I've been I've been sitting there and I've nodded off, or I've wandered off upstairs, done something, come back down, and they're still going on about the same bit they were going on about mm, before I wandered so off. So a half-hour show would have been best for a better uh, well, no, yeah, f- fifteen-minute show would All have right. been better. Mm. I don't know, I don't think 15 minutes... I don't know, the confidential cut-downs, 15 minutes, don't seem long enough to me. They chop too much out, but I don't know. But there's this idea that if you get rid of confidential, then that money will go to Doctor Who. Oh, it no, won't. no, I, mm. no, I, I understand and I'm uh, fully aware that it won't go Doctor Who because it's a completely different budget on a completely different channel. Exactly. They are yeah. connected 
tenuously. Mm, by the but, BBC. Yeah. But, but they're not monetary dependent on each other. No, I, I don't know how it works. Does BBC Three have to pay BBC One for the mm. rights to have people yeah. there? I don't know. Certainly, yeah. he, he does mention the flying out to, to Venice, things like that. Yeah. I, that was an extravagance. I don't think yeah, they needed send, to do. Sending the one man, the writer, and the, writer the team, and, yeah. and the rest of them go to Croatia. Yeah, I, but personally, I w- I've enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's been a waste of money. I'm not saying it's been terrible. I'm just saying I don't think I will necessarily miss it. I, I think wouldn't... it's a shame it's going particularly now. I think it'd be great to keep it up until the 50th anniversary. I mean, the 50th anniversary, going to be wanting to do so many documentaries and things like that on Doctor Who yeah. in that mm. time. Why get rid of Confidential yeah, now? They're, they're, well, yeah. as I said, they're going to be doing so much documentaries and things, so would there be room for Confidential? Unless they just do it as a one-off special. Yeah. So they, yeah. they, they would be rehashing... Mm. What yeah, they'd be, they'd be going over old ground. Yeah. yeah. It was always odd that it was on BBC Three. It seemed mm, to me to be more yeah. BBC Four. <laughs> yeah. BBC yeah. Four have traditionally done this sort of documentary yeah. thing on TV programmes. Yeah, well, uh, doc- I'll, I'll give you that. Well, documentaries and uh, the arts. Mm. Yeah, and they've even done original stuff. It wasn't First Men on the Moon. Yeah. Mm. That was BBC Four. Oh, that's right, yeah. BBC mm-hmm. Four. Quake to Mass. Quake, mm, the the live right, Quake yeah. to Mass yeah. experiment with Tenants was BBC Four. Yeah. It seems like a more accurate... Yeah, yeah. I, 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 will give you, I will give you that, but... I I really don't think I will miss it, yeah. personally. I will. Uh, miss Karen Gillan singing and dancing. Yeah, that's the only reason why you will miss it, is you'll see her in her dressing gown. Yeah. 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 I'll have to watch her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got another little letter here from... Only a small one, I'm afraid. Oh. From uh, somebody we've never, ever heard of uh-huh. before. Yeah. So we'll go into it. So, hello, team. Hello. Team. Okay, hear me out. Who are you? The Doctor pilots a ganger avatar to Lake Silencio. Right. That means not a Sunstorm version of a ganger, so that it isn't actually alive, yep. but it would have been TARDIS stabilised, so it would burn like a regular person. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ganger avatar gets whacked. Yep. But the feedback from the ganger avatar stops one heart of the real Doctor. Mm-hmm. So the fake Doctor dies... And the real Doctor almost does die, or does die, and we get a new Doctor. I know it's been confirmed that Matt Smith will be in Series 7, but maybe that will be just as a guest star for the 50th anniversary. (laughs) At the very least, this is a way for Matt to die and not die at the same time. Take that! From, yes, you've guessed it... Adrian! Thank you, Adrian. Thank you, Adrian. Yes. I think that was written before... I think that was written before um, uh, the marriage, yes. Yeah. Wedding of River Song. There isn't actually, isn't actually a date, so I don't know when it was sent. I'd have to from, look it up. But, uh, from the look of that, I, I think presume it was it sent, is. yes. Yeah. Were you wrong? Yep, yep. You <laughs> almost got it right. Yeah, hmm. surprisingly, it may actually have been made more sense. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rather prescient there, huh? Anyway, we have one here from Christopher. Hello, Christopher. Christopher. He says, hello, staggering storytellers. Another listener from across the Atlantic here. I have uh, what I think to serious Doctor Who fans is a serious question. Right. Okay. We're Uh, serious. We are always serious. Desperately serious. (laughs) I've listened to your podcast as well as that flashing fellow. Oh, well. Oh, he does. (laughs) Galashon! 
<laughs> Can't be helped. We won't hold it against you. Flashes <laughs> his blade about. Mm. And all your thoughts on the recent episodes and how I've noticed something. UK and American viewers seem to have very different takes on the episodes. Mm. Oh, I have okay. heard you defend and gush over some episodes that the majority of the US listeners pan mercilessly. <laughs> and I've also, I've also uh, seen reviews of episodes from people here in the States, including myself, that speak of how much they like the episode, only to hear your uh, the reviews from your side tear it apart. <laughs> have you noticed this strange disparity? We discussed it briefly on our own little podcast and think it may be due to the fact that the U- US audience has been watching Doctor Who, thanks to our local public broadcasting stations, for three years in the form of endless re-airings, which is something less practised in the UK, mm, if I'm not mistaken. Be. Could be. Yeah, yeah we had no, well, basically no piece of Doctor Who until about 90s. Yeah. Mm, well, yeah couple of yeah. That's what that seasons was. Uh, Gold. UK got gold. Hold. UK yeah. gold. Got so, yeah. Yeah. so is it because our memories of old Who are fresher? Is it because there is an entire generation of UK viewers that grew up without Doctor Who on the telly? Could be. Curious mm. to hear your thoughts on the matter. Christopher, mm. P.S., because I know how much you love P.S.'s. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. A little while ago, I wrote up a very short, short story based in the Who universe. Despite the fact that I got little, all right, no feedback from my own website readers, Aww. a great bunch of beep, insert word here, <laughs> yep. I'd love, for, I'd love to, uh, for you to read it, and if you feel magnanimous enough to give a little feedback of your own, link below. Well, mm. we'll put it we'll up on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah give it a always give that an eyeball. Mm. Yes. 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 Mm. I must admit, websites rarely get much feedback. Yeah. yeah. We've been running the Stoking Stories website for oh, God, decades. Almost, yeah. Yeah, almost ten years now. Yeah. yeah. Some of the stories there, no feedback whatsoever. Mm. Yeah, I, I put stuff up there and I've no idea if anybody's ever read it. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. But yeah. But well, we will give yours a read. You, you've definitely. asked, we shall endeavour mm, to do yes. our best to mm. at least give it an eyeball and say thumbs up or what the hell you were thinking, man. Yeah. <laughs> As in terms of American and British viewers, I don't know. Uh, I think it's probably a bit of generalisation, actually. But I think I think it is. I think, I don't know, it might be something to do with the actual mindset as well, the sensibilities. Ah, of hmm. each nation, maybe could yeah. be. I, I admit, I don't know because I'm just grasping straws here to fill in the zeitgeist. Yeah, hmm. could be. Hmm. I don't know. Possibly. Yeah, I'm any concrete examples. I, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go online now and look for reviews, for American reviews for various things. Hmm. Oh well. Okay, we have one here from Adrian again. Again, Hello. again. Good grief. He can't get enough of us. <laughs> Hello, team. All I have to say about episodes 12 and 13 is, holy crap, I love this show. <laughs> from the nose, the legs of Mrs. Robinson to, where's my wife? <laughs> and from shut up Hitler to Stormageddon, master of all, and she didn't get it all from you. I love it. I mean, come on. River breaking all of time and space, save the doctor. In the words of other doctors, fantastic and <laughs> brilliant. There were a few bumps along the way, true, but Closing Time and the Wedding River Song have made me almost forget them all. <laughs> I even forgive BBC stars for, gasp, Torchwood. <laughs> Since time can be rewritten, I say Moffat, ignore that series and do your own Torchwood. Or Captain Jack in space. <laughs> <laughs> but Doctor Who is made of awesome. So I'm going to watch season six all day today, since my girlfriend punked out on watching it yesterday. Ooh. Oh, well. Nobody's perfect, eh? She's still pretty cool, though. Is she dead? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Be seeing you. Adrian. Thank you. Long-winded American. (laughs) Again. P.P.S. Oh, E.P.S.? 
There's no PS, just go straight to PPS. Okay. The Wedding of River Song, totally, and almost exactly rips off the Japanese anime Steins Gate. Oh. Which you mentioned last time. I think, uh, yeah, I think that was mentioned. I didn't yeah. get around to watching it, oh dear. But I doubt Moffat has seen it, so let's talk it up to Morphic Field, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and I still think that this episode was freaky amazing. All right, then. Konnichiwa. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, we have a rather long one. Who's it by? By Chris. Hello, Hello Chris. Chris. Mm. I think we may have met him. I think we did. This is the Chris we met. Yeah, I think so. Could be. He says, having actually met you now, oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I can uh, say hello to the, to the Staggering Stories team and the iDrive-wearing Head of Smith, <laughs> right, by Silencio Lake on the Plain of Sighs, an impossible astronaut will rise from the deep and strike the Time Lord dead. Oh. And this is where it went wrong. The Wedding of River Song, London, 5.02pm, 22nd of April, 2011. One person I haven't mentioned so far is Murray Gold, and he made the opening sequence feel so epic. Mm-hmm. Time's really gone completely bonkers. Now I've got a better one. It's the most wibbly and wobbly than time has ever wibbled. <laughs> wibbly wobbly. Incredibly funny to see Charles Dickens talk about Christmas specials. Yeah. And yeah. Caesar Winston Churchill, who better. <laughs> the soothsayer is summoned with his bandy legs, beard and hair of an idiot. <laughs> what happened to time, demands Caesar. Woman, replies the soothsayer. Another cracking pre-titles. Earlier. Great little soliloquy from the Doctor. Made better when he pops his head up and it's not a voiceover. We have our one and only Dark this year and it's a bit the worse for wear. Mm. I'll skip the Gideon Vandeleur sequence. He's the Tesselector. Full surprise. And get straight to the live chess match. Yeah. That's why they call it live chess. Great <laughs> line. I'm sure you know it was Mike Gattis playing Gantok. Yeah. But you couldn't tell at all. Superb, no. Superb prosthetic and a great performance from Mark. Yeah. Yep. Good voice acting. I didn't know till the confidential. No, yeah. no. I knew it was someone notable or someone famous, but I didn't know who. Oh, really? Okay. Because I think I read it somewhere that it was a star, but it didn't mention which star it was. Right. As brief as his appearance was, I think, for me, the, this eclipse is even his Richard Lazarus performance. Mm. Down into the crypts and moving skulls. Very <laughs> creepy. And having them eat the rats made it even worse somehow. <laughs> Gantok's death, falling down the hole into the skulls and being swallowed up was pretty frightening, even though it did make me think of the curse of fatal death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dorian's back in the head of a box. How fun. Later, you mentioned a woman. Yes, I'm getting to her. What's she like? Attractive, I assume. <laughs> Hell in high hills. Tell me more. Mm. Earlier, Dorian complains of a headache and the doctor's got the bo- his box the wrong way up. Very funny. With the doctor not wanting to go to Utah, that's why the use of the telephone call is a pinpoint perfect timing from Stephen. I don't think it's that he's missed it. I think he always meant to go to see Elizabeth Stewart in his final hours. Oh, look, I'm crying now. It's that he missed it, and he knows he definitely wasn't there, and one of the Doctor's oldest and best friends died alone. Really crying now. There can't be a better person to make the Doctor face up to his responsibilities and be a better man than the Brig. It's a hell of a terribly moving moment to have in this of all stories. Thank you, Stephen, and thank you, Alistair. And so, with envelopes in hand, the Doctor's determined that it won't happen to him. It's time. So, Utah and Lake Silencio. River struggling against the suit was pretty heart-wrenching in itself. And you are forgiven, always and completely forgiven. That made me so happy (laughs) and surprised he said that. Oh, oh, he's okay. His one eye opening, just realising all the nervous tension in one great big chuckle from me. Well done, Matt Smith. (laughs) Later. So, this is the situation we find. 
A needle stuck on a record. A record. Good God, man, have you never heard of downloads? <laughs> Making Winston Churchill say that was so good. Possibly his best line ever. Oh, the silence are back. And soldiers and pond, Amelia Pond, with an eye patch. <laughs> Later still, but she's actually one of the good guys. I was ecstatically happy when the doctor realised she'd been drawing pictures again, including one of her as Pirate Pond. Yeah. I have a theory about this, which can wait till later spoilers. Some great lines too. You look rubbish. You look wonderful. So do you. We'll soon fix that. And how do I look? Cool. Really? No. <laughs> Rory's actually a soldier now, and a captain, and not married to Amy. Area 52 looks cool! I'm going to say it. Yes, I am. Here it comes. And they were all wearing eye patches. <laughs> yep, yeah. <laughs> or rather, eye drives. A very, very clever idea. How else would he work with those creatures? Silence and water are scary. Excellent discussion between the Doctor and the Captain. She said that you were a Mr. Hottiness. <laughs> and that she would like to go out with you for texting and scones. <laughs> you really haven't done this before, have you? No, I haven't. <laughs> Long pause. Hilarious. <laughs> Corvarian's been tied up at last. And funny, seeing her discomfort at the flirting. Yes, you do have to listen. It's your punishment. Like the Doctor and River being both ends of the paradox, and it's shorting out briefly. Ah, the silencer out, and all I drives off. Except for Captain Williams. He was so brave to face him alone. That look back from Amy, and the flicker of something behind the eyes, as she blows them all away with a machine gun. <laughs> yes, go pond. But then we have Madame Kavorian begging for mercy. It's like what I said before. Amy won't ever get her baby back. And then she compounded the felony by coming back for her and putting her in the suit again. So I kind of think she deserved what she got. <laughs> that being said, the moment Amy actually pushed the eye drive back into place was really frightening. River Song didn't get it all from you, sweetie. Delivered with venom. Hell have no fury like a pond scorned. <laughs> and we should get a drink sometime. And married. Punchly delivered by Karen Gillan. Excellent. Seen on top of the pyramid of River talking about all the thousands answering her distress call to help the doctor was so incredibly uplifting. She really does love him, and her suffering more than every living thing in the universe was again heartbreaking. Crying again. <laughs> I'm surprised it took the doctor this long to get the handcuffs off. So we have the wedding. Absolutely no hesitation from Amy about giving her away. Love that, and another phenomenally important kiss. Surprise, the doctor's actually inside the Tesselect, a version of himself. I certainly didn't guess that. Although, as I said to you in person, you could make the case that he was actually speaking those words, making those movements so technically, that kind of is the... Doctor Who dies at Newtah. <laughs> and with that, one little final vignette from the nursery rhyme. I think now I can reveal my theory. Oh, yeah. I don't think the Amy and Rory we saw in the other reality were the Amy and Rory by the lakeside. I think at the end of the God Complex, the Doctor managed to get Amy and Rory back home roughly five minutes to a couple of hours after the other Amy and Rory set off for the airport to go to America. Yeah. Thus, on the 22nd, the Amy and Rory at home were thrown into the other reality, and furthermore, when we return to the Williams residence, which I think takes place on the evening of the 22nd, Amy's in a melancholy state. And the youngster is visiting. How lovely. We now have two girls and two murderers, but I won't hold it against them. Rule one, remember, I'm so glad that happy endings do still exist. If only perhaps in fiction, and Amy's now the Doctor's mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. old Stephen's gone and shifted the relationship between these four again. This has been one of the most amazing and event-filled seasons ever. The standard has been raised significantly from last year, 
and everyone who has written for this season has written their best stuff this season. Well done to everybody. But where does this leave us this time? We have a madman with a box and a maddened head in the box foretelling dangerous portents of the future. <laughs> the fields of Trenzalore, the fall of the 11th. That sounds very ominous. Yeah. And perhaps where I think we might be going next year. The oldest question in the universe, hidden in plain sight. Doctor Who? Hmm. Is this perhaps a record, but I better run and hide. You know what I look like now. See ya, Chris. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. As you can tell, we had to split that between us. Yes, <laughs> yes. A lot of bit of turning and throwing. What can we say about that? Mm. A better review than we did. Yeah. yeah. Just turn the podcast over to him in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of which, we've got some audio feedback. Ooh. Let's start with Mr. M. Oh, I see what Mr. M sounds like. Oh, it's me, Mr. M, this time in audio form. Hello. It's exciting, isn't it? I'm yeah. actually in the room. Hello, Head of Pertwee. <laughs> Hello, assorted knobnackers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is fun. Do I sound like you thought I'd sound? Mm. Anyway, it's time mm. for a story. Yeah. Okay. About a year or so ago, in Tesco's, I was on, on the phone with my mum. Yeah. And a man came up to me and said, How did you get signal? I can't get signal. And <laughs> walked off. It was Tom Baker. Really? <laughs> so I ran after him, got his autograph. Great story. And then a few weeks ago, I was just going into Tesco's and a man walks past me. And it's Tom Baker again. Oh. Realised it was him, followed him for a bit, but this time not really wanting to bother him by asking for an autograph. Yeah. Deciding to suspiciously spy on him <laughs> in a shop. What did he buy? Wonderful story. <laughs> um, I just wanted to ask you a question. Ah, when do you okay. think Torchwood should return? Should it be a year, two years, three years? Should it never return at all? Should it do a film or a mini-series or a full series mm. or 40,000 episodes? Please. Mm. <laughs> friend. Bye. Thank you. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Uh, Good talk, question. Talk, I'm not talk. sure. Um, I think if it's going to return, I think they should give it a two-year break. Mm, yeah. So we can forget about... Uh, Maybe the Miracle Day. The problem is Barrowman keeps ageing. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's very true. Yeah. I It should go back to either single episodes mm-hmm. or a condensed miniseries mm. like Children of Earth. Yeah. yeah. Three episodes, yeah. Definitely something more akin to season two or season three, which mm-hmm. is yeah. Children of Earth, was better than what, for yeah. me anyway, was better than what we got with Miracle I, I know, I, I think fake Keith enjoyed it enormously up until the crack in the earth yeah. <laughs> episode. But personally, yeah, yeah I think the, the only reason really is why I, I kept coming back to watch it was Torchwood. Mm. If it would have been a, a premiere series, I probably would have left episode three, episode four. I don't know, it's mm. hard, to, hard to say, isn't it? But... Hmm. I'd like to see it back in some form, I think. Certainly, I want them to do more audios. Yeah, oh, BBC God, yes. That's the yeah, those they, are really good. And we haven't spoken about those. We must do that sometime. Yeah, they, they've mm, been fantastic. More recent ones. The, the, um, yeah, the, the latest crop. Mm. With Miracle Day, I mean, as I say, the ending left it wide open for Torchwood US. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it will continue in one form or another, whether it's on this side of the Atlantic or the other side of the Atlantic. <laughs> can't see them wanting to put the money in without having a co-producing yeah. company like mm, Stars. Yeah. yeah, they won't. I don't think they'll be willing to produce it off the bat no. by themselves anymore. It's just too expensive for yeah. them compared to what they get ratings and merchandise-wise. Yeah, mm. Certainly in this day and age. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't bring anything like the, the money and the viewers that Doctor Who does. Yeah. Even at, the, at its height with Children of Earth, it yeah. still didn't bring in quite as many as Doctor Who. 
I don't know. I'd like to see it back in some form, but mm, I, I yeah. want them to just forget everything that happened in, <laughs> in Miracle Day. I don't want them to continue with the families. I don't want to see Rex ever again, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yep. Let's have one here from uh, about Babylon 5, I believe. Oh, from Luke. Hello, Luke. Hello, Luke. Hello, Staggering Stories team. It's been a while. Um, yes, indeed. The last few months have been quite busy with me finishing off my film diploma ah, yeah. um, mm. and going to Hooverville and things, which was mm. good. Nice to meet you all again. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, still no sign of Crumbly, though. When yeah. is he going to come to one of these things? Oh, I know. <laughs> um, and, uh, yes, I, I thought it was time that I sent you some more Babylon 5 feedback. All right. Um, seeing as it's been a while, I have now watched season three and four, and oh, wow. a little bit of five, but... Um, I'll, I'll give you proper feedback on that when it's done. Mm. So, um, yes, most of the arc has now played itself out, um, and yeah. on the whole, I, again, very good, brilliantly building on the, the previous seasons. Yeah. Um, JMS did a, a brilliant job, I think, of, of plotting stuff out, feeding the audience enough, kind of revealing stuff as, as you went along, so that we weren't kind of waiting for kind of some big uh, end-of-season climax. Um, particularly yeah. given that at the end of season three, I still had absolutely no idea what had happened. <laughs> and I still don't quite know how um, Sheridan came back from the dead. No. Um, no he got does. better. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> highlights for me, I think, were um, discovering that the Vorlons weren't all as good as yeah. you mm. thought they might have been. Oh, yeah. um, yeah. And that they were just the flip side of the coin of the shadows. Yeah, it, um, it was nice to see no. Sheridan's wife turning up. Mainly because mm-hmm. I used to have a crush on Melissa Gilbert. <laughs> um, little Hannah Barry there. Um, yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, just just great to see um, the progression for all the characters. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, Londo and Jakar, brilliant stuff oh, there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Somehow <laughs> making Londo this likable character, even though he yeah, does he some atrocious things. Yeah. The ongoing relationship between Marcus and uh, Ivanova was quite sweet, um, <laughs> uh, and, and the way that, that played out mm. um, was was. was Suitably, suitably tragic. Mm. Still not sure about Delenn and Sheridan getting together. I mean, <laughs> bit cheesy, but yeah, I suppose yeah, yeah. I suppose it works out. And Garibaldi, man, the, the whole, uh, watching through the whole of season four, trying to work out what the heck had happened to him, yeah. was uh, was nail biting stuff. And and thankfully, he obviously doesn't turn out to be a bad guy long term. Yeah, so that's yes. quite nice. Mm. And it's pronounced Garibaldi. So yeah, all in all, I mean, it, it, <laughs> I mean, I, I have nothing but respect for you guys recommending Babylon Five in the first place. Thanks for for that because I, I wouldn't I would have missed out on some great sci-fi. Oh, um, yes. Otherwise, yeah. season five has been a bit lackluster to start with. Yes. Um, yes. I know that it's not brilliantly well regarded. I'm yeah. hoping it picks up a little bit. Yeah. Looking forward to Neil Gaiman's episode, though I've heard it's a bit weird. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah. Definitely weird. So yeah, and then obviously there's also the, the all the films and stuff that I still haven't seen in the box set as well. Yeah. So looking forward yeah. to those. Doctor Who wise, um, I'm not going to give you any feedback on that because um, I'd probably go into a very long rant. But I am appearing <laughs> on an upcoming episode of Radio Free Scarry. I'm not sure whether their episode will come out before yours does. Um, so if anybody well, wants to hear my yeah. opinion on the latest series of Doctor Who, then check that out. Sure anyway, um, I've rambled on for a while. So thank you again, Staggerers, and mm, um, be seeing you. Thank you. Be thank you very much. <laughs> on Babylon 5, the thing I liked about season 3 and 4. Mm-hmm is you had a whole set of watersheds. He developed a cycle where they'd crank it up for an episode, yeah. crank it up for an episode, would have crank it up for an episode, and would have watershed, and then it would go to 
cranking it up, cranking it up, watershed episode, virtually all the way through the season. Yeah. Mm, yeah. You'd, you'd have things click into place that wouldn't come to fruition to about three or four episodes down the line. Mm. And then something big would happen, yeah. and then it would start again. Things mm. would <laughs> click into place, and it'd start cranking the episodes up. Yeah, and a lot of the big events happen mid-season rather than at the end of yeah, the season yeah, as well, yeah. such as the succession from the Earth Alliance. And yep. As I said, I, would, I gave Babylon 5 a lot of leeway where the NAF episodes were concerned. There were far, few and far between, but there were a couple. Oh, yeah. But I was more willing to forgive them because you knew something major was coming oh, down the pipe. Oh, very much so, yeah. yeah. And the later you get on into the series, before season five anyway, yeah. uh, even the episodes which apparently had very little to do with the arc always had something yeah mm-hmm. yeah in there it's always bringing you back it's amazing stuff okay final bit of audio feedback here we have one from reese hello, hello reese. reese hello team it's reese and here is my review of doctor who closing time and the finale of season six part two okay. yes Ooh. to the silly people out there who say series it's season <laughs> you be pedantic to me and i correct you in the errors of your ways <laughs> anyway closing time not much to say except for i loved this and there are some brilliant lines, some of the best lines to date. And it's among the top three of this season. It's very good, mainly for the acting and the dialogue. I mean, James Corden yeah. did a great job, but Matt Smith, yeah. as always, did a fantastic <laughs> job. Where's and yeah. I find it interesting that Keith of Gene kind of noticed that they're writing for the Doctor. Yeah. Apparently writing for the Doctor now. Yeah. I disagree. They've always been writing for the 11th Doctor. Oh, and no. Only really in the lodger <laughs> and the eleventh hour could I see any similar na- similarities mm. to the tenth Doctor, and it's deliberate in the eleventh hour because it's yeah. just regenerated and regeneration crisis, acting uh, like the previous yeah, yeah. Uh, incarnation, yeah. generally taken as a given. <coughs> and in the lodger, I could only put it down to being based on a comic strip, a tenth <laughs> Doctor one. But ever mm. since then, I can't, I haven't seen uh, Tenet in, or the Tenth Doctor in any of his performances, apart from maybe the Rebel Flesh or whatever one it was, the, Impos- the Almost People, where we of battle we have Tenet's voice, but, you know, mm. in the performance or the writing, I haven't seen it. I mean, there's always going to be baseline Doctor lines and things oh, like that yeah. and Doctor behaviours yeah. that are all the way through every Doctor, but... Apart from that, no. He's been his own doctor. He's been written as his own doctor. And he that's one of the stand-up bits of season five that I absolutely love because he did such a great job. And I didn't doubt him, but if I had, I'd have been very surprised, very pleasantly surprised. I'd have gone, oh, okay, the role's in good hands. But I already knew it was because the casting crew and Moffat, who isn't an idiot, really, wouldn't <laughs> cast him. Looks like anyway, that's in the past. That's more than two years ago when he was cast. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. speaking of which... Tenant fangirls, move the hell on! He's gone! <laughs> there are plenty of those this weekend. I should move mm-hmm. on too. I love this episode, it was very good, and it's probably the first episode in a similar sort of time slot or positioning in the season that I prefer to last season. I prefer this to The Lodger, and what I mean by similar mm. positioning in the seasons, I mean I prefer The Eleventh Hour to The Impossible Astronaut. <laughs> I really don't like the Impossible Astronaut, apart from Canton and lead actors. They're all brilliant, and Mark Shepard, yeah. you know, wonderful. But apart from that, no. Yeah, great okay, the moment either. in the uh, White House where the doctor's taking notes is quite hilarious, mm. and he motions him to continue. But, you know, apart from very few standout scenes, that's a pretty terrible story. <laughs> mm. And the finale wasn't as good as the Big Bang. So speaking of which, no. I'll move on to that. I can't say I loved The Wedding of River Song. It was a good episode. 
great drama, mm-hmm. great directing, very good special effects, as Gene said. Some of the images that were very quirky and out of place and out of this world, like, you know, cars being held up by the balloons and trains being where they shouldn't be, mm-hmm. very nice. And lots of good stuff. The packaging was nice, but let's say the toy wasn't very good. Or the <laughs> presentation was good and beautiful, yet the meal wasn't all it could have been. I mean, there's always great dialogue from Moffat, but personally I think he overstepped the line on what he did here. And also I think it's a very much a reuse of ideas. And I'll give you a good example. On Tumblr, but it's a set of gifts of pretty much what Moffat said, what you'll expect from the season finale. Yeah. And that's what he said last year. And he says... What you can expect is Rory being a soldier. We have a picture of him or a part of him being a centurion, and then we switch in the gift to him being a soldier in this episode with a gun. Right, hmm. yeah. An alternate reality, cars being held up by balloons, and then we have the starless sky from the Big Bang. Hmm. <laughs> we have a broken Dalek, although there weren't men- meant to be any Daleks in this half of the season or this season at all. Hmm. They're more fat. A Dalek on Daleks. <laughs> uh, we have that Dalek from the museum and the Dalek the Doctor takes the uh, the memory core out of. Yep. Hmm, another similarity. We have two Doctors. We have the Doctor from the future running down the stairs or falling down the stairs and telling the Doctor he's going to die yep. and then dying himself. And we have wow. the Tesselector Doctor and him dying too. So many similarities that I didn't notice when I was watching it because... Well, it was qu- it's quite fun. It's really entertaining to watch. But mm-hmm. when you think about it, I don't. Well, when I think about it, I don't enjoy it that much. Mm. And when I saw that, I thought, "Oh no, that's." <laughs> it was like not as strong, but it was a similar sort of reaction to what Adam had and I had to the DWM spoilers. It was, "Oh, he's just gone and used the same ideas in a different way." In <laughs> fact, I personally think that he said times disintegrating. The furthest reaches the furthest reaches of time is disintegrating, and we're the safest point. And in the Big Bang, it was space that had done that. Space had disappeared, and Earth was the eye of the storm, as they yeah. said. And it was the last bit, thing in the universe. And I just thought, oh, he's used the same ideas, and he hasn't he hasn't executed it as well as last time. I think the directing and everything else was wonderful, but that wasn't as good as it should have been. And was pretty lazy reusing those ideas. And, yeah. But, I mean, there's always wonderful dialogue and great character stuff. But my another complaint I have with the writing, he didn't bring Mark Shepard back as Canton. <laughs> <laughs> I want him back. No. He's awesome. He, he was open-minded by the end of the story. He accepted the TARDIS. He accepted Aliens, and he was really... He was looking forward to seeing the Doctor again. And, you know, he was outstanding in that. You know, he was gay. Oh! <laughs> you know, I thought that was... That was good. That was good, but it was a disappointment they didn't bring him back. Mm. Also, another reuse of ideas, which was completely pointless, and we were supposed to care, but I didn't really. Was Amy forgetting Rory again? One, it was out <laughs> of the blue. Two, it was far too quick, and three, it was a reuse of pretty much the complete second half of season five, where she'd forgotten Rory. What's the point? It's easy to forget. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'd be <laughs> very harsh to it, but I did enjoy it. It's very good, and the actors, as always, are amazing. Directing is wonderful. The music is, as always, and you're probably getting bored of me harping on about it, but it is fan detested. He bleached himself. Genius. And it's just lovely. But I'm not too sure. And the final scene, I'm worried because whilst it's probably, as Adam says, Karen's got to be back for episodes next season, I just, I can't have that. I want the Pons back. 
I'm a bit disappointed Rory wasn't as good as he is this season in Season 5 because, as we said before, Amy really, apart from, you know, things like the girl who waited, really wasn't used very well no. this season. Whereas Rory, they went to town with his character development, and so they should. Arthur Darville was really given the material this season to play with, and he's a great actor. Good but I want to go back to standalone episodes with the Ponds and the Doctor so we can have the fun we had with... With season five. Yeah. I've been re-watching that recently, and it is so good, and yeah. in many ways so much better than season six. Yeah. And I just want that fun, but with the character developments we've had, and also the line that Amy said to Kavorian when she killed her, which was really dark, but <laughs> yeah. brilliant scene, River Song didn't get it all from you, sweetie. That <laughs> added so much to her character, and if that's the end of her, then, oh, well, then you've just wasted a lot of opportunity for character development. I mean, it can be throwaway, and it could just explain why River is such a wonderful character and so badass, or badass, as the term is nowadays, <laughs> apparently. Shows how out of tune I am with uh, fads nowadays. Anyway, yeah, not sure. And the final scene might have been excellent, but I just, I'm worried. I mean... I am speaking from the point of view of a lusting teenager, but also I am in love with Karen Gillan. It's not just about the legs or her gorgeousness. My heart feels warmer when I see her. I think it is love. <laughs> anyway, I just don't want her to go yet. And Arthur Darville is excellent. And we've only really, with this character development with Rory, we could have some really interesting stories again with him. We could actually build upon the you're turning me into you line and we can have him argue a bit more with the Doctor. We've had a few moments like that, but you can actually have a full-on argument, maybe in front of Amy with her trying to calm them both down. That could be interesting in an episode. But we might not, and it's looking like we won't, which is a shame. But I'll finish this up, but I'll also just say, last night I read The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the first book, yep. and it was damn funny. Yep. Well, I finished it last night, and it was very good. Mm. But the only problem was, because there were so many people telling me that I would like it, I felt like I had to like it, and it wasn't <laughs> as good as I thought it would be. i got to read it again without any, this is good, people have told me this is good, this has been overhyped, so I'll just read it yeah, again yeah. and look out for some jokes, you know, just try and enjoy it because it did seem like, oh, you're going to like this, you really are going to like it, it's fantastic. If you love Pratchett, you'll love this. Yeah. I didn't love it as much as people said I would, but I am being quite harsh. So I'll read it again and it is good, but hopefully it'll be a bit better. That's only one book out of the whole entire book series. And then, of course, we've got the radio series, the TV series, and I didn't mind the film. I've already seen it, yeah. and I might watch that again. But that's about it for now, and thank you once again for the wonderful podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Mm, thank you. Yeah, I must admit, whenever I read a book, somehow it is never quite as funny as seeing the TV series mm, or the yeah. film, or, or maybe not the film. Well, it depend, depends what you see first, what you're exposed to first. Mm -hmm. No, just the way I read books, I rarely laugh out loud when I'm reading a book. I don't know why it is. Uh, it's using different parts of my brain or something, which bypassing my mm. humour. I don't know. Could <laughs> be. Uh, I've been in a few embarrassing situations with the Pratchett book on, on a bus or a train where I've in, inadvertently laughed, laughed out, out loud. Yes. Doesn't happen mm. often, no. I'd admit that. Mm. Doesn't happen often, but... It has happened to me. Mm. Um, you had a rebuttal, did you? Yeah, a rebuttal. I think your my my problem with um, Matt Smith to begin with wasn't the fact that they were writing for Tennant, was they were writing for a generic doctor, any old doctor. There didn't seem well, anything particularly mm -hmm. special mm, anything about specific, his portrayal yeah. mm -hmm. or his dialogue. A problem, though. Yeah, I, I'm not denying mm. that, and I think certainly to I, again, I'm going to get 
creamed for this, I know. But uh, I don't think they were writing to his talents. There are a couple of, quite a few things in the first season that Matt Smith was asked to do that didn't work for me. Mm. Most pointedly is the posturing and screaming and shouting in Stonehenge. Okay, standing mm-hmm. on top of Stonehenge. Standing on top of Stonehenge, yeah. shouting. It, to my mind, he's one who, who can't effectively do shouty acting. Mm. It didn't just didn't work, but th- yeah. I admit that is me. Yeah, I didn't have any problems with that, but uh, yeah, I can see why people might, maybe. From this season, I think not necessarily the writing for his doctor, mm-hmm. but they're writing for his strengths as mm-hmm. an actor. They know what he can do now, so they're yeah. writing for his strengths rather than just writing, yeah. hoping that he will come up to Maybe it. true. Though I must agree with the research, I still prefer season five over season six as a whole. I haven't gone back and watched season six yeah. in one block. Maybe yeah. the split... I shall, I shall wait for the December box set to come out with both <laughs> halves. No, November. Ah. Sorry, November. 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 All right. Mm. Uh, though I do think the second half of the season was stronger. The, there are, there are, for me, there are a few standout moments in the first half, more specifically the, uh, the Doctor's Wife. Yeah. But, yeah, I've got to agree with you. The second half was a stronger... Yeah. Were stronger episodes mm. all, to, all over. And I do agree that I prefer Big Bang over uh, Wedding River Song. Yeah. I don't dislike Wedding, Wedding River Song. My biggest problem is I thought it was a great episode, yeah. but not a great conclusion yeah. mm. to well, the storyline. It's something that Reese has said there, and I think quite a few of Moffat's episodes don't stand up to examination. No. They, they're, they're entertaining. They do what they meant to do on the first sitting. But if you sit down and try to work out the logic and the plots and the consistency there, there of it... There are a lot of loose ends. There are a lot of loose left. ends, yeah. It, who blew up the TARDIS? Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. How? Whether, whether mm. that's deliberate or accidental is another matter. Mm. And also he does use a lot of troops again and again and again. Oh, yeah. Uh, the little child voice. The empty child, the girl in the astronaut, on the, uh, the girl in the spacesuit on the, yeah. on the phone. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of similarities that he. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to diss him, but he does seem to have a limited bag, but does mix it up a lot. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. See what happens next season. Yeah, if he really is going to more individual stories rather than an arc, yeah. as mm-hmm. it yeah. appears to be the Doctor Who uh, yeah. thing. Well, I mean that that does hint that. That might be revo- revealed on the last episode of, the, of Matt Smith's last season, the fall of the eleventh. It's hinting a, an end towards the of the eleventh. Regeneration. Doctor give his real name? Mm. No, I, I don't. No, I, 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 I am just saying the fall of eleventh. It's hinting that they might leave that yeah. until Matt Smith's last season. Yeah, yeah, I expect so. Assuming the fall of the 11th is meant to be the 11th Doctor. That's it. That, I'm that, not that, sure. I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just plucking things yeah. out of the air. Initially, that's what it seems like, but it we does. do know he does lie, twist, and... <laughs> well, indeed. Manipulate, manipulate things. Yeah, he, he didn't mm-hmm. say outright that that is the Doctor. He is really dead. Yes. And that beach, and yeah. clearly not. No. <laughs> but anyway, we've rambled on for far too okay, long. Okay, so. yep, yep. Well, that's all right. Fake Keith isn't editing this one. No. So I might just do random noises now. Boom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bird. Okay. 
<laughs> if you have comments, complaints, or just want to throw abuse at us... <laughs> Why not? We'll accept anything. Mm, yeah. We're pathetically grateful. Yep. <laughs> you can by sending it all to us at show... At staggeringstories.net. <laughs> and so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Aww. But never fear, in the next one there'll be more of the same. More fun, frivolity and jollity. More news. More females. Maybe. Let's <laughs> hope so. Mm-hmm. More news and reviews. More who old and new. So, until that fantastical vernacular of... Fiction? Fiction, fornication. Yes. No, I was trying to avoid fornication. <laughs> fornication. Never fornication. avoid fornication. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid it in this room because it's just us men here at the moment. So that's why I'm trying to avoid oh, it. Fascination. Yes, unfurls upon us. This is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Goodbye. Gordon's alive! <laughs> You have been listening to Staggering Stories Podcast, Series 1, number 117, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, and Keith Dunn. The views expressed here, those are speaker, and don't necessarily represent those other speakers on site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is now presented a production for www.staggeringstories.net. Right, we all set? No, I've lost my clip. Oh, you, <laughs> what you we... grabbed my clipboard what to my <laughs> <laughs> These two. <laughs> you don't care, you got to have two. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all... That's the this... danger of doing it on Friday night. It's yeah, done. it's going to have to be a... Uh... Let's try to keep the energy levels up, to jump yeah. around a bit. What does it do? Um, David Diven or David... The uh, TV... Oh, uh, David Dixon, isn't David it? Dixon, yeah. Sick, 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 yeah. sick, sick, sick. <laughs> He's there looking bleary-eyed at the screen. Uh, <laughs> it's, it dances and wavers in front of him. Yes, and blurs and yeah. comes back into focus. <laughs> <laughs> there, is no, there is no need to adjust your television screen. <laughs> Ah, uh, I have no more news. Mm. I, I did have mm. an addendum, but I've forgotten what it was. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I shall so, probably remember halfway through mm. the evening, and hopefully we'll do Adam will do a bit of rejiggly pokery with the cutting and the editing, and and seamlessly drop it in. Mm. No, <laughs> we'll see. It's either that, or you'll go da, 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 yeah. at three o'clock this morning. Oh, I'm probably going to go da 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 da. I shall phone up. Information. Mm. Oh, I shall phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Racken, but he's still there. <laughs> okay. Ow. Yes. Yeah, they twiddle each other's moustaches. Don't, because I know what he's going to do. <laughs> no, we're not going back to primeval again. <laughs> oh, I'm going to. Oh, I am. I'm going to hit you in a minute. Not in a good way either. Oh, okay. With my clipboard. Mm-hmm. Anyway, right. So yes, Morgan yes. and uh, the evil vizier. It's yeah. only because fake Keith's at home watching a marathon session of the Walton. Yeah, she's going to be oh, dehydrated mm, when I yeah. get home. She's going to be this little husk where she's all cried out. All, okay. all the mm. emotional turmoil <laughs> that's going on on Walton's Mountain. Right, okay. I used to have a box of Kleenex when I watched the Waltons. <laughs> we don't want to go there. You like that old woman in it. <laughs> <laughs>